Welcome to the DJ P Dog in the Mix podcast, hosted by 18 year industry veteran DJ P Dog. DJ P Dog will share stories and have guests that focus on giving artists the tools needed for a thriving music career and a path to better health. You are now in the mix with DJ P Dog. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your man, DJ P Dog, in the mix. And thank you guys so much for joining me for another edition of the DJ P Dog in the Mix podcast. I'm so glad that you guys are able to join. Listen, I got a great show for you guys today. A lot of great information um, that I'm going to be giving to you guys. So listen, stick around, stay tuned. Got a great guest. But I want to first say thank you guys to everybody who's watching the show live that's live streaming right now on Facebook. Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube, all at DJP Dog. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the show. And I want to send a big shout out to everybody who's tuned into the audio version of the show, okay? Whether that be on Amazon, Audible, um, a- Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever that may be. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the show, all right? Listen, man, we are in the midst of March Music Madness and we are down to the final week, if you've been following um, the series, like we started out with the New Jack Swing, Dance with the Family. This past weekend, we did all mixed up, top 40 remixes. We did Bring the Funk, and then we did a tribute to the 2010s. And listen, the final week is going to be crazy, all right? I saved the best for last. And here's the lineup for the final week of March Music and Madness. We start off with In Case You Missed It. This Friday, March 26th, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And that mix is going to be a Christian hip-hop throwback mix. That's going to be all the Christian hip-hop throwback mixes that you might have forgotten. And Christian throwback mix, uh, or songs rather, that you may not have heard of. It's all going to be on the In Case You Missed It mix, the Christian hip-hop throwback mix. This Friday, um, March 26th, 9 p.m. Eastern. And then on Saturday... We got Justin Timberlake versus Bruno Mars, a tribute show to the legends that's going down Saturday, March 27th, 9 p.m. And again, that's going to be Eastern Time. And that's Justin Timberlake versus Bruno Mars. And then we finish things off with the March Music Madness 2021. This Sunday, March 28th, we got the 116 tribute mix. I'm talking about Lecrae, Tadashi, Shobaraka, Trip Lee, KB, Andy Mineo, Derek Minor. All these guys, <coughs> yeah, I'm getting excited, bro. I'm getting excited. All these guys that I have personally traveled with, toured with, and DJed for, I'm doing a tribute to my bros on this Sunday, March 28th, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And all of these shows, you'll be able to see them live, okay, on Twitch and YouTube at DJP Dog. Go there now, subscribe to those channels, bro, so that once I go live, you won't even forget. And also, listen, go to my bands in town. If you're on bands in town, look up DJP Dog. You can follow me there. And all my shows, live streaming shows and live events um, will be listed there. All right? Listen, man, I got a great show for you guys. We're going to get right into it, man. Listen, I got one of my dudes, my man CJ King. He's going to be coming on the show today. He's going to be talking about his relationship with TuneCore and how he got into syncing, how he began um, getting placements on television shows with his music. Story's crazy, bro. You're going to hear about it. He's also got a uh, entrepreneurship thing that he's got going on where he is a, is a business coach for small businesses and entrepreneurs. All that and much more. 
right here on the DJP Dog in the Mix podcast. Listen, do me a favor, like, subscribe, um, give a review of the show. All those things help get the show out there a little bit more, a little bit further. The people who may not have ever been exposed to it, every little bit of exposure, listen, every little bit helps, all right? So I'll take anything that I could get, all right? But nonetheless, here's my man, CJ King, right here on the DJP Dog in the Mix podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, um, I'm excited today because I've got a brother um, who's going to be hanging out with us here on today's show. And this is not just any regular guy. You know, like me and this guy, we go back, um, you know, we go back a little bit. We've we've done some shows together. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we've done a lot together back in the day. And, and now here we are. Um, you know, one of the greatest honors that he has had, and he may not even realize this right now, but he had one of the best DJs to DJ his wedding. Okay. <laughs> I, I, right, I right, know right. the yeah, guy yeah, yeah, yeah. who made yeah. that happen. But nonetheless... <laughs> I got my man CJ King. He is a artist, he's an entrepreneur. Um, he's got a brand new book out right now, um, giving you guys tools for your small businesses, marketing, and branding. The whole nine. This guy, listen. I just told him before we came on. I said, "Bro, you're you're flying way too high for me now, bro." Because you, he's been featured on, you know, BET, ESPN, CW, HBO, and Fox, bro. Like this guy is, he's a big deal. Okay, and he's taking time out of his crazy busy this schedule <laughs> to hang out with us, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. C.J. King. Oh my goodness! How you doing, bro? You wild, bro. <laughs> I'm good. Well, yo. you know, I got I got to tell I'm it like good. it is, bro. Like you, you, you out there killing it right now, man. Nah, I'm I'm good, man. I always tell people, uh, you were the, you were one of the the biggest factors in my music career, really jumping off when you sent out swerving to the different DJs and kind of put me on their radar. So that was a, yeah. Once that happened, it was kind of like, kind of a wrap from there. The ball was in my court. So I'm forever grateful for that. Indeed. Now here's, here's the crazy story, bro. And I didn't want to tell this story because it just came to my mind, but I'm gonna tell it anyways. Uh So I first heard about you through humble tip. So after me and him kind of went our separate ways, you know, I, I, I left Virginia, came down here to North Carolina. He's still doing his thing. He kept telling me, like, yo, man, I got this young guy rocking with me named CJ. And at that point in time, bro, you know, I was getting demos from everybody and their mother, bro. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it was kind of like if I hear about a new artist, like I really need somebody to put that person in my face, like blatantly in my face for me to even pay attention. So I remember coming back to, to VA and I DJed for Humble Tip's birthday party, surprise birthday party mm-hmm. we did for him. Mm-hmm. And you you performed, and I think you performed Swerving I that did, night. Yep. And I remember, because I was a DJ, so I remember DJing that record and you was killing it. And I remember for the first time in my career, it had never happened before and mm. it has never happened again, okay? <laughs> Where I walked off the turntables, bro. I go over to my man Jay Beats exclusive. You know Jay Beats. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and I say to him, I say, bro, why ain't y'all telling me CJ was like this? <laughs> man, hey, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it, it wasn't even like it was a deep crowd or anything like that. It was just an intimate crowd. Yeah, it was very it was intimate, a vibe. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. And now you you out here killing it, man. So. 
I, first, I, I just got to catch because you I've been seeing you, you know, you've been getting interviewed by like um, TuneCore and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Bro, kind of give us give us a brief synopsis of, um, you know, your your music business savviness, your your tenure mm-hmm. in the business, where you started, where you are now. And then we'll get into uh, what, what I want to talk about tonight. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, to start off with the music, you know, for uh, about for you know we of course we met at liberty liberty university mm-hmm. and uh so i mean starting off and i'll, I'll make it short you know i was doing all the open mics i kind of become became known as the guy who is at open mics like yeah. that rapper at open mics i mean every open mic i was there and then um kind of established a reputation on campus as you know the christian rapper i mean I, the first day on campus I was going around passing out blank CDs with my music on it, straight from Atlanta, like out the backpack. <laughs> Didn't out have the no gate, friends bro. out the gate, just handing handing CDs out to everybody. And so, um, so yeah, so so that happened. And throughout that time, I started, you know, gaining more uh, notoriety. And then eventually, Liberty reached out to me and wanted me to be uh, the first hip hop artist on the campus band, which is the the band that leads worship for convocation yeah and uh so that was that was huge in itself um, so that was an awesome opportunity i did that for about two years and um ended up getting married and moving to atlanta so once i got to atlanta i saw the chh scene um in a different way i kind of saw how everybody was moving and yeah one thing i noticed was how hard you had to work as a uh, it may not even be just CHH, but just as a hip hop artist to really mm-hmm. keep money coming in. Like you got to be on the road heavy, right? Year round. Like <laughs> I know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> New Year's, uh, Easter, you know what I'm saying? Like there's not really a such thing as a family holiday except maybe Christmas. And so I, that's when I started exploring um, other avenues of the music business, such as like publishing and sync. I started building those relationships with um, companies like TuneCore um, and just really reaching out to them, just kind of introducing myself. Because what people don't realize, companies like TuneCore are actually a lot smaller than they realize. It's not a gigantic monster where you you can't reach anybody. Um, So it starts out with just on the introduction, you know, letting them know who you are, um, being professional. And so making it look like you have a team when it's really just you. And so... uh, (laughs) everybody's everybody's everybody that perception is reality right Mm -hmm. exactly (laughs) exactly look i had a fake assistant that you know i would sign off the emails as as my assistant (laughs) hey so i got the gimmick (laughs) hey look 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 i think her name was lauren or something (laughs) (laughs) so build those relationships and eventually got you know um got you know placements and, and kept on building with them. And so it kind of became their go-to for a lot of their, their placements. You know, when they would look for, you know, shows like power or empire would look for a song, they would really, you know, mm-hmm. come to me. And so a lot of these times they had quick turnarounds, like, you know, sometimes 24 hour turnarounds to send them a song. And so I went into that field. And when I found out the money that can be made without having to tour, I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Nice. So you actually had records that was on some of those big shows. Like some, what are some of the shows you were actually on? 
Uh, yeah, Charmed. I'm not sure. The, you know that classic show, Charmed. Um, yeah. Empire. Um, we had a uh, we had a placement on an HBO show called The OG. Um, yeah. The NFL uh, during the Super Bowl. I'm not during the playoffs last year. Um, our son was on a commercial. So I mean, yeah, it's New York Fashion Week. It was up there. So yeah, it's 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 been all over. Like we've built such a strong relationship. And the crazy thing is, it's really just been a rotation of two or three songs that they're placing. Nice. So let me let me yeah. ask you this, and I and I'm because I want to because I'm because you're when you say stuff, it makes me think of questions that I and I gotta ask because I'm mm-hmm. sure somebody's watching is like, okay, bro, you got your song on Empire NFL playoffs, this that and whatever. I gotta ask you two questions, bro. Number one, um, what is the process of of making something like that happen? Because I, I I've been telling a lot of artists like, hey guys, like that's that's the road you need to get into now because the reality of it is people aren't buying records anymore like that. Everything mm-hmm. is streaming. So my first question is one, what is the process and how easy or how difficult is it? And then I'm gonna ask you the second question after mm-hmm. you answer that one. Yeah, so um, the answer to the first part of that question, what's the process, really is 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 not one set process, if I can say that. Um, really what it comes mm-hmm. down to in any industry, you know, if you really want to be successful and, and have an impact is that relationship building. You know, how you talk to people, how you uh, communicate, how you respond in, in high pressure situations. And so... Um, when I reached out, I, I reached out to them and it wasn't just TuneCore, it's other companies I built, you know, partnerships with through just reaching out and saying, Hey, um, my name is such and such, you know, this is the style, you know, that I do, but I would love to, you know, first, first of all, uh, before all of that, make sure you tell them what you love about their company first. People love to get their roses exactly, exactly. <laughs> before yeah, yeah. they try to like, give you something so um mm-hmm. you know i made sure i was i made sure I, I invested in them first before i asked for something from them like I, I tried the service out i would purchase the the product whatever it is and then reach out um before i asking for something from them so that's the process yeah that's good it's just building that relationship you know be intentional you know don't just kind of don't do anything just just to do it. Like, don't reach out, just say, Hey, what's up? Hey, make sure y'all, you know, I got, I got music for all type of shows for whatever, whatever song y'all need. I got it. Like no one's going to pay attention to that. <laughs> like when they say, when you try to hit everybody, you end up hitting nobody a lot of times. And so mm-hmm. um, I knew my style, my style was a very melodic um, musical uh, element. And so I, I told them specifically about the value I could add to scenes such as like a dramatic you know, argument or like a, a makeup scene. Mm. Like I was really intentional about what type of scene this could be placed in. So if they had something come across their plate saying, hey, we have this scene, like for instance, Empire, they were arguing in the club. A scene like that, as soon as it came across their plate, a lot of times they email me and say, hey, you're the first person we thought about when we came across this scene. So you want to give yeah. them, you know, plant that seed in their head. But if you just say, yeah, I can, any type of scene y'all need music for, like, I got it. That don't give them anything to, to go off of. 
That's too broad. Because when they get it across their plate, it's got to be a quick turnaround. Yeah. Quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, let, let me ask you this question, bro. And and this is without you going in. You don't have to go into any major, major details, okay? Because you're an mm-hmm. artist, all right? I'm sure you've got music that's streaming, and I'm sure mm-hmm. you get royalties from music that's being streamed. What's the difference in that check between mm-hmm. streaming royalties and getting those placements? Oh, <laughs> that mug is different, <laughs> different. <laughs> so I give an example. Um, just for your song. So for one of my songs I played on the LG, it played for maybe 16 seconds. The check was like upwards of $6,000 for 16 seconds. Wow. Wow. 16 seconds. So one artist that um, I kind of look up to in that that field is Jacob Banks. He makes real mm-hmm. soulful music. Just about every show you can hear his song on the TV show, on the movie. And so he doesn't tour a lot. He's not a mainstream artist, but I guarantee you he's making more than a lot of your favorite artists. Just off of <laughs> I mean, so put it in this proper perspective, okay? Because mm. you gave me a dollar amount, so I'm going to use that as an example. Six grand, mm. 16 seconds placed on the show. How many streams do you have to get to get that same $6,000 check? Uh, Lee. I don't even know. <laughs> that much, huh? <laughs> that much, man. It's to the point where I don't even tell people to stream my music. Cause it it wow. don't it don't really uh, that's it don't really do when when I realize the money that is out there, you you streaming the music it does something but like that that's working too hard for my pennies, that's working too hard. I'd rather go the route of okay cool let me focus on this area where I can get you know sixteen seconds yeah, you know it's, uh, six bands. Who who wouldn't focus their yeah. attention there instead of me focusing on hey stream stream make sure y'all hey go go stream my music to each his own like of course once you get two million streams out of that you're getting some checks but, I, but I you, gotta, seen you gotta get to that point <laughs> yeah you gotta, you gotta get, get to, that, to that, point. that point wow versus, that's crazy versus you bro look at my um you look at my spotify my numbers are low compared to streaming the other artists who are streaming but I'm pretty sure yeah. the revenue difference is there as well. And I don't know what other artists are making, but I would assume if we're just going off those two outlets, it's quite a difference. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I think it's, it's, it's funny to me at the end of every year, you see all the artists posting their numbers. And, and it's cool if you want to post that to mm-hmm. show that, you know, there's some growth and there's some, you know, sustainability. We're getting somewhere. Um, with the music we're building the fan base but i mean when it comes down to dollars and cents bro that's you talking about almost two different worlds uh two different worlds streaming and placements yeah Mm -hmm. yeah because i'm again the the point of this show is to give artists you know just uh, unlock that like you see that light right Mm -hmm. and so i bring people on like yourself who's who's there who's been there who's done that that can kind of show like guys one touring is not a thing right now, you know? Mm-hmm. So what you going to do, you know? Um, and then two streaming just ain't that business either. <laughs> so yeah. what you going to yeah. do, you know? Um, and so I think this is cool. Like, so professionalism, 
Now, I want to talk a little bit about some of the uh, things you got going on, bro, because I see you got the mentoring program that goes on. Mm -hmm. You got the entrepreneur um, that goes on, and you've got a book, okay, mm -hmm. the Small Biz Playbook, okay? Talk. Let's unpack that book a little bit because I want people to, to, one, I wanted them to kind of hear who you are and what you're doing in the business, mm -hmm. but talk about this other piece about the, the music, um, not the music, but the small business playbook. Because one of the things that I always tell artists and musicians, mm -hmm. and I may even have told you this at one point in time, mm -hmm. don't look at yourself as an artist, look at yourself as a business. Um, mm -hmm. Tell me about the book, what's in the playbook, and some of the testimonials that you've gotten um, based off of people who have used your, your product. Yeah, okay. Um, cool, I'll touch on that. And then I wanted to say something real quick in regards to the business, yeah, aspect, yeah. even when it comes to streaming. So uh, I want to challenge any artist to look at their focus on streaming in this way. Look at yourself as a business. So let's say you 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 are the product. Uh, let's say you get an offer from a company. They say, look, here's what we're going to do. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll play your music and every time we play it, we're going to give you, we're going to give you a penny every time we play it. Now if they come right out and tell you that. Are you going to hop on that deal? Not me. I don't think anybody would mm. be like, yo, that's, yo, that's a fire deal. I like that. Yeah. They like, Hey, yeah, do that and keep promoting us. And we'll give you a penny every time someone plays your stuff. Essentially that's what streaming is. But if you can kind of uh, wow. monetize that and focus on building, not even building a platform, even looking for platforms that benefit you more because they're out there. Um, yeah. Whether it's black owned or not. I mean, as long as it's a, a good business decision, um, focus on creating something of value that makes your fans want to support you instead of having to, a lot of times we say, well, it's easy. Everybody has Apple Music or Spotify. If, if you can focus on finding out what you can give your fan base more so than like just getting them to do something for you, they will pay that monetary value to support you. Whether you're giving them something Absolutely. more than just a song, you're giving them, uh, let's say, a free T-shirt with a, a song or, or album purchase. I don't know what it is. You have to be creative these days, but think of it from a music sense. Like you're really selling your, I'm not going to say soul, but you're selling your hard-earned craft for a penny per stream. Actually, less than that. But <laughs> yeah, and, and people don't look at it yeah. that way. But they 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 push so much traffic to these brands that are eating off of us, and we're not getting nothing essentially in return. So, as a, from wow. a business point, that that don't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Literally, it doesn't make sense, right? Yeah, it, it literally <laughs> doesn't. <laughs> Um, but you got yeah. the book, bro, the small the small biz playbook, because you, you're telling mm -hmm. people, look at yourself as a business, and you've written a book, which I think is an, mm -hmm. incredible. Um, tell us about it, bro. Yeah, so um, I wrote the book because, uh, one, I, I started the business last year and saw a great return from it, you know, upwards of, you know, half a million. And the only not the only one of the biggest things I noticed there were other people who also there were a lot of people who made a lot of money in 2020 actually outside mm -hmm. of a nine to five but one of the common things that we saw was there was a lack of knowledge on how to manage that money 
And what happens is people make money, and especially in our black community, we learn how we know we hustlers, like we know how to make money. We just don't know how to keep yeah. it or multiply it. Right. Mm. So that's our biggest problem. We can make we can make money all day. Like put us out in the field by ourselves. We're gonna hustle and figure out a way. But we just don't know how to make money without having to work so hard. So I told um a peer of mine, young Noah, I said, man, it seems like we have this mindset to where we don't feel like we've really earned our money unless we're sweating and bleeding for it. Hmm. And it's like, you look at our our other peers, they pressing the button and making right. millions and calling it a, a nice hard day's work. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> and I was the same way because I was hustling. Like if it didn't feel like I worked for it, it, it just didn't feel right. So I made the book because I wanted people to, to learn how to set themselves up for success when it comes to their business, how to manage that money so they could continue to, to keep the money and have the money. Like how many people we know have got a bag and then lost it. I've yeah. seen too many do that. And I was, I was almost one of those people until I forced myself to sit down and learn these things because I hated numbers. I hated finance, but I had to force myself to sit down and say, if I want to be successful, if I want to grow into the million dollar range, two million, I have to learn these things. Because the people I'm com- competing with, they know these things. Absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> so what is so you you said you you made upwards of you said about three million dollars last year. Is that what you said? Three million? Is that what you said? <laughs> I would. No. I would. <laughs> I wish. By the time I bring you Not back, quite. you'll be at that point, right? That's what it is. Hey, that's the goal. <laughs> what is what are some of the um testimonials you've got from from uh, people who checked out the the small biz playbook well first of all talk yeah. about this real quick what is actually what are some of the things you talk about in the book specifically like give me one or two things you talk about specifically mm-hmm. and share some of those testimonials that you got mm-hmm. um from the book yeah so um one of the things that a lot of people struggle with when they first start their business is something basic as like separating business funds and personal funds, right? So in the beginning, Ooh. it's really easy to just choose. This business money is my money, swipe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we eat, yeah. we're going to Red Lobster tonight. But what you find is that when you really start growing and bringing in money and you, you, you bringing in big checks or you're reaching big numbers, now you start to struggle when it comes to, man, how much am I really making when you have to look at the numbers? Because you don't know what you've spent for the business or what you've made or what's yeah. been just personal. Not only that, but a lot of our companies get in trouble when it comes to the IRS because we just been co-mingling funds and just having a good old time. But then when they come for that tax money, we forget about that. Oh, yeah. They're going to They're going to get theirs. <laughs> They're going to get theirs. So that's one of the things we cover. Um, another thing we cover as well are the different um, ways you can like separate your money and that which makes it easy, right? So you can have Mm -hmm. a bank account for your salary or your pay. You can have a bank account for your savings. You can have a bank account for your operation expenses, like the cost of your website, the cost of your marketing. And so when you separate it like that, it makes it really easy to see where your money's going and see what's there to spend. And so the biggest reason that, a lot of companies fail. 80% of businesses fail within the first five years because of lack of cash flow. And cash flow is just how much money you have flowing 
where you can run your business. If you were to stop selling or stop doing anything for three months, could your business still survive? Most companies would say no. And so having that cash flow is what keeps you afloat so you can have that reserve yeah. if you need to take a month off. So that's what we, we try to address all of that. That's good, man. That's good. So I, I think this is a key component. Um, so it's almost like you kind of got like two things that we're, we're talking about here. And I hope that people can hear and listen. The piece about mm -hmm. trying to get your music synced up and, and getting those placements, looking mm -hmm. at yourself as a business and now this tool that you have. So you're kind of saying, so what I feel like you're doing, bro, is, hey, guys, let's think through more than just music. And I think mm -hmm. that, you know, you correct me if I'm wrong, but the small biz playbook goes beyond mm -hmm. music business, correct? Yeah, yeah, it goes beyond music business. But I'll tell you the, the real motivation behind the reason I wrote the book in the first place, um, going back to the sync placements, you know, that was mm -hmm. my first time getting, uh, you know, six figure, not six figure, but, you know, uh, upwards of a five figure check for music, right? or a $6,000 check. And I used to wonder, how do these people get these checks and blow it? Like, how do you blow $10,000? How do you blow $5,000? Before it's I- not that hard, bro. <laughs> before I turned around and I said, yo, where my $5,000 go? Where my, yeah. where my 10 bands go? And so I'm looking like, yo, I really just blew that. And I look outside, I don't got a new car. I don't got, <laughs> I don't got new shoes. So where did this money go? And so I saw how easy it was to lose that. Even now to my clothing mm -hmm. business, there were months I made $30,000 and I look back and I'm like, I don't have a new car outside. Like, where did, where did my money go? And you see that you've made this money, but you can't, you have nothing to show for it. And that's, that's the yeah. biggest frustration. And so I wanted yeah. to, to figure out a solution that would help people prevent those things. So if I would have implemented the things in my book from the very beginning, yeah, it would be in a whole different place right now. Yeah. So let, let me ask you this, CJ, bro, because you're talking about a lot of good things here, bro. And I and again, I want people to to really hear um, what you're saying, because I, I, there's a lot of people, a lot of artists who watch the show, some up and coming, some vets, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And in different mm -hmm. walks of of life in their career. But let's say you're talking to a brand new artist. OK, and I, and I know the book goes beyond just being an artist, but I want to talk mm -hmm. about musicians for a second. What would be the first thing you tell a brand new artist who's like, man, I'm, I'm, I want to do this music thing. Um, and to them, it's, it's like, I got to get into the studio. I got to record an album and I got to try to get signed to a label. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now that you're kind of seasoned in, in life. Okay. You've been there, done that. You got a lot of experience under your belt. Now, what would you say to a brand new artist that's breaking in, that's trying to make it happen? What would you say to them? Um, right now so one of the things I would say I would go back to what we mentioned earlier is, is operating as a business instead of just as an artist yeah. right so knowing your craft goes beyond knowing just the type of beats you like rapping on knowing your craft goes beyond uh, knowing how to flow on a verse knowing your craft includes knowing how much you're making from a show and not just the check you're getting, but it includes knowing what your profit is. Cause you have to include gas mm -hmm. travel, um, cost of equipment, right? 
So knowing your craft goes beyond just knowing how to rap or sing. Um, so I would encourage your artists to really like focus on the business side because when you walk into those business meetings with labels, like you need to know your business better than they can tell you about it. Like you walk mm-hmm. in, they try to tell you something about your business. Like, yeah, you would be great with this audience. Mm, no, nah, because I've tested it. Like, that's not true. <laughs> and when they see yeah. that, that garners a certain respect from them that says, oh, he is a business. He's not just an artist. So they want to treat you like a business. They're going to come to the table with a whole different type of respect for you. So yeah, so know your business. Like, be the business. Like, be the best representation yeah. you can be for your business. Like, any if everybody that you hire, no one's going to work harder for your business than you are. Like, you need to be the hardest working person in your Absolutely. company, quote unquote. Why do I feel like saying stuff that I've heard before? Where have I heard this stuff before? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, hey, I, look, you've been trying to put artists onto this type of information for I don't know how long, but it's just uh, one of my mentors, they, these guys, they make millions, right? And they always give out this free game and I always ask them, yeah. why do you guys just give out this information? This is like life-changing information. And they said, yeah. because... 95% of people are not going to do what you said anyway. And they say up to 5% that do, half of them won't do it consistently. And so you're looking at a mm. good 3% of 100 people who will actually implement what you said consistently. So they're not worried. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Well, listen, man, tell everybody how they can get your book, okay? Because I want people, to, like we, we've been talking about it, Mm-hmm. Let's tell them how to get it, bro. Where do they go to get your book? Yeah, so just go to www.thesmallbizplaybook.com. You can get it there. Um, around the time of this, it'll be, I think for right now, we have it going for $14.99. So I'm going to keep it like that for another two days or so. And then it goes back up to $24.99. But yeah, I mean, some of the stuff in there, I feel like you can easily spend hours looking for that information but we just wanted to save you that time put it all in the book yeah. for you that's that's how it's done now listen man you you so we talked a lot about the i call it the grown-up stuff that's the grown-up stuff mm-hmm. the business stuff mm-hmm. I, before i let you go bro you've got to give me a good industry story something that has happened to you in the business mm-hmm. that is like either that's just funny or hilarious a less a hard lesson that you've had to learn okay mm. um or you can and, and then i got one for you I, i'm gonna get to this one i, I got another one for you but i'm gonna mm. get you to tell a story but tell us give me a story bro something that's happened to you in the business something okay okay <laughs> so every artist has got that one story bro so <laughs> let me see this was this was earlier in my career man i saw um artist canon right i went to mm-hmm. one of his shows you know i think i don't know if he had the locks at the time but the show was crazy energy was was high he grabs a water bottle you know pours it just pours it i i seen people throw it in the crowd he poured it on him 
And I was like, yo, that's crazy. Crowd went crazy. I was like, yo. I can see him doing wild. that. I can so see him doing that. <laughs> he like just drinks, you know, like the Sony commercial. Drinks it so. And so I was like, yo, that's crazy. That's, that's, that's wild. Fast forward, maybe a year later. I'm doing a big show with um, Humble Tip. And uh, they, a lot of, a huge show, you know, a lot of expensive equipment on stage. So I go on and I'm hyped, you know, the crowd feeling it. And I say, yo, this finna kill them. I seen that, this work That momentum before. is carrying you away. <laughs> the momentum is carrying you yo, away. <laughs> I said, they finna go crazy. I grabbed the water bottle, <laughs> drenched myself right in front of the speaker. <laughs> Did not go like I pictured in my head. I felt real suspect. And so it didn't last long after I put the water bottle down. As I'm pouring it, I'm thinking this is probably not the best idea. And so sound guy, the engineer, is hot on the side of the stage. He's like, we got expensive equipment. He could mess up the mic, the speaker. He's hot. And I'm just like, yo, the crowd loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that crowd though, bro? Did you see That's that crowd like. though? <laughs> that was it, man. Yeah, that wasn't one of my brightest moments, but I didn't try it again after that. Good, good. I I've learned in the business, <laughs> the sound guy can be your best friend or worst enemy. He can make or break your show, period, man, point blank. Shoot. <laughs> he, can, he can make or break your show. Hey, man, tell us about the time you got on a record with hip-hop legend, Missy Elliott. Mm, so, so that was a that was a, a very interesting experience. So I, I got on, and you want to know how it happened or just like what? It, Tell the people how it happened, bro. Tell the people how it happened. Yeah. So at the time, I was building a, a good relationship with um a group called Twenty One O Three, and so I was doing a lot of. Uh, music back and forth with them you know i'm doing some features for them and then one feature in particular they were like hey we got this huge record uh, we got missy elliott on it uh canton jones who else was on it jay moss and the record record i was hyped like i was like oh this is gonna be crazy so i, w I went recorded my verse went stupid as i could on on it and um so when we put the song out, I think I wish it could have done, you know, better than it did. But it was really exciting just to say, like, yo, I, I do have a track with Missy Elliott. So um, I don't talk about it much, but I even forgot about it. So you just bought it up. But the track was, it was cool. Yeah, cool. I, I can see I, I can see you forgot about it because there, there's a reason I brought that up. <laughs> see, I, because I, I, I see what you're trying to trying to get to. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. You know, uh -huh. I had um, I had PDA here on the show um, a few weeks mm -hmm. ago, bro, and great guy. I mean, you you know, um, yeah. And I remember he had reached out to me saying, "Man, I got this record. It's hot. I need somebody on it." And immediately, the only guy I could think of was was CJ King. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, man. I forgot. I forgot. You know, I forgot you uh bridged. Did you bridge that connection? I'm trying to remember. I think you did. Did you? See, that's what I was trying to say, bro. That's all. You see, you see what happens, folks, when people get Look. on on HBO and the CW, they forget about DJ P dog. Okay, when they get their own book, okay, when they start getting six thousand dollar checks for being oh on Empire, goodness. they forget all about the homie. You know what I mean? 
Yo, I, was, I was like, yo, because did, did. I, to be honest, I can't even remember how that conversation, yeah, I was, I was really excited about that opportunity, man. I'm, that kind of hurt my heart a little bit, but it's cool. But, but you know what though, bro, for real, for real, and, and all jokes aside and all seriousness, I'm looking at what you're doing now and I'm like, bro, like, I think what we have to do is we have to measure success a lot differently than what we've done before because a lot of times mm -hmm. success to an artist is getting on that record with a big name artist and and mm -hmm. then nothing happened it was like okay well now what you know what i mean but to me you know you've you've got a wife you got two kids you're killing the game mm -hmm. you're you're mentoring people now you've got a book you've been featured in all these places you you're understanding the new format of the business to me, bro, that's more successful than getting on the record with, with Missy Elliott. No diss to Missy Elliott. That's a legend. Right. She's right. a legend. Yeah. You know, but long term, long run, long, you know, long ways down the road, you know, looking down that way. I think you're killing it, bro. Man, um, thank you. Especially thank if you. you're able, it's especially if you're able to do it during a pandemic, you know, as mm -hmm. an artist and, and not touring. Um, so that's a testament to to your grind and your grit. Um, and so hey, if people heard the I'm, last I'm super... album, <laughs> they they would have heard yeah. all the the struggle I went through to get here. That's what they don't know. And and but see, and I've gotten to see. I don't know everything, you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But I I know the last time we were together in person, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying. And I and I can I knew that that was that struggle was there, um, mm -hmm. you know. And and even some of the different companies that you've worked with you know mm -hmm. i believe that there um <laughs> yep <laughs> i believe that there uh, nonetheless to see where you are now though it's like from a guy who's an outsider looking in who's mm -hmm. who's seen that journey it's like man like you you're doing your thing bro um and that's why i had to bring you on the show because i, I want people to know that even if you're an artist and you're out there and you're struggling Keep grinding, get that focus, get locked in, and make mm -hmm. it happen. And I think the beauty of what you've done is not only did you make it happen, but you're trying to bring others along on that journey too, bro. Mm -hmm. So hats off to you, man. Salute to you, man, um, man for, thank for you, doing bro. what you're doing, bro. For sure, for yeah. sure. I'm, I'm trying. We're we going to keep going, keep on uh, pushing everyone around us. I mean, I think that once I, once I learned that there's money out there that can be made, especially if you make that pivot, I'm, I'm trying to help everybody. That's how I got here. Yeah. Yeah, that's good, man. Keep that going. But listen, man, how can people follow you on social, man? Give all your plugs and everything. And if you got music that's out there, bro, let us know how we can how we can find you. Yeah, so um, CJ King Music. You can find me on social media. Um, you can follow the clothing company at Blessed Ones Co. Uh, that's doing really well. And yeah, so as far as music, we got... I hate to be the artist and say, yo, y'all new music coming, but <laughs> just just follow me on social media and you'll see when the music comes. <laughs> and go listen to my past music that came out last year. So, yeah. Absolutely. I'm doing a show called um, In Case You Missed It, okay? A live stream show where I'm going to be playing um, a lot of the records from um, Christian Hip Hop Past. And, and mm, some of your records nice. are on there, bro. So, got to nice, remind people, nice. you know, Records that you may have forgotten, <laughs> records that you may didn't even know existed. I want to make sure mm -hmm. you, you remember, you know. And so that's that's where I'm at with that. 
But um, but nonetheless, CJ, bro, listen, thanks for hanging out with me on the show, bro. Um, I wish you nothing but success and, and much love to your family, man. Um, keep doing what you're doing, bro. And uh, we'll see where oh, yeah, this thing sure, goes, bro. man. For hey, sure. thank you, man. Keep Y'all doing keep what you're doing. I'll definitely be tuning in. For sure, man. I appreciate that, man. I do. Hey, send people my way, bro, because I'm trying to, I like will. you, I'm trying to help <laughs> educate. Um, and the people that I bring on, like yourself, I want them to see and hear you guys' stories and be inspired. Mm-hmm. And hopefully somebody um, has been inspired by your story tonight. Um, so, yeah, man, keep it moving, bro. Appreciate keep it, man. It moving. My guy. Yes, sir. Y'all keep it locked right here on DJP Dog in the mix. We got more for you. Keep it locked. So there you guys have it, man. My man, CJ King, right here on the DJ P-Dog in the Mix podcast. Listen, I'm going to have all of his information in the show notes below. And so listen, man, I, I try my best, and I really do mean this, guys. I really do try to bring on guests that I believe will give you information that you need that will advance your career and tell great stories as well. So even if you're not in the music business, okay, you can get some great stories out of this podcast, all right? Listen, man. I'm going to be back next week, same time, same station. Make sure you guys follow me on all social platforms, at DJP Dog on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, all right? Follow me on all those platforms so that you will keep up with your boy. And one of the best ways to keep up with me is by joining my email list. So go to djpdog.com forward slash free, and you can join my email database, and that will ensure that you keep up with everything that's going on with I come up with a new podcast do a new live stream, whatever that may be, that's the best way to keep up with me, all right? Listen, again, March Music Madness comes to a close this weekend. All the information will be in the show notes for March Music Madness, the final week. You got the lineup earlier, but just in case you missed it, this Friday, in case you missed it, the Christian Hip Hop Throwback uh, Mix. Then Saturday, we got Justin Timberlake versus Bruno Mars, a tribute to the legends, and then rounding things off on Sunday... 116 Tribute Show, Music of a Movement, making it happen all this weekend for March Music Madness. And, um, man, we'll go from there. And I'll be back next week right here with a new podcast episode for you guys. Actually, let me take that back. I won't be back next Monday. We'll be back on Thursday with a special episode of the DJ P-Dog in the Mix podcast. I can't tell you guys who I got coming on yet, not just yet. But I will make the announcement very soon, all right? It's going to be big. I promise you, it's going to be big. So listen, thank y'all for hanging out with your boy. I'm going to holler at y'all later. One love. Peace. Thank you for checking out DJ P-Dog in the Mix podcast. Please subscribe via YouTube and hit that notification button. Also, subscribe via Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Audible.